are about to hear a life-changing message preached at Revival International Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues the powerful message series on offenses. He continues to go through how we can overcome offenses. We've been learning throughout this series that we must expect offenses, especially from those closest to us. We must learn to forgive quickly and not allow offense to take root. Decide not to revenge. Don't use short-term emotions to make long-term decisions. So let us listen into this anointed word and learn to walk in love and pray for those who have offended us. Be blessed. of the Lord. Those who know your name. Those who know your name. Do you know the name of God? Put your trust in you. There is no other, there is no other faithful God. Why can you know that name, right? Oh, those who know, those who know your name. Put your trust, your trust in you. There is no other, there is no other faithful God so loving and true. Oh, how I love the name of Jesus. Oh, how I love His name so sweet. Your name is sweet. Oh, how I love the name of Jesus. No other name is more true. Can you do that? Oh, how I love the name of Jesus. Oh, how I love His name so sweet. Oh, how I love the name of Jesus. No other name is more to me. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless your name and thank you for your goodness. Oh, yes. You have the name above all names. Your name says, at your name, every knee shall bow. That's right. Of things in heaven, of things on earth, That's right. and of things beneath the earth. Oh, yes. Even the darkness, the dark pits, yes. respond oh, yes. to your name. Yes, God. Therefore, in your name we come. For where two or three gather in your name, oh, yes, Jesus. there you are in the midst of them. Yes. Therefore, we know that our agreement on every word shall be established thank you holy spirit that your presence always makes the difference you bring help you bring strength you bring guidance you bring teaching you bring understanding the anointing breaks every yoke break every yoke oh god on every neck in the name of jesus christ and cause your people to be free for he who the son sets free mm. is free indeed yes. for we shall know the truth yes. and the truth will make us free yes. thank you, thank you for your coming truth thank you, thank you holy spirit thank you, thank you for the anointing thank you, in jesus Christ's mighty name amen. amen clap for the lord jesus smile or give two people a hug or a smile or at least a handshake hallelujah amen you may please be seated in the presence of the lord hallelujah wonderful 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 all right 
Well, we want to, we're coming to the conclusion of our series of messages on offense, offenses. Hallelujah. We learned what that offense, the first week we said offenses will surely come. I mean, you don't have to do anything about it. Just live. Because what did Jesus say in first, I mean, in Matthew chapter 18, verse 7? It says, woe unto the world because of offenses. For offenses must needs come. But woe unto that person through whom they come. So, woe unto the world. When people are offended, the world cringes. When there's offense in a family, my goodness, the family is in trouble. When there's offense in a church, the church is in trouble. When there's offense in the workplace, nothing goes worse. Because offense carries with it a certain satanic spirit. Yeah. So the following week we learned about the reality of offense. The weapon of Satan. The weapon of Satan. Okay. We learned about it because it's an evil spirit. You know. And then last week we started learning how to deal with offenses. How to overcome them. How to overcome them. Okay. How to overcome them. And I believe that all of that, everything so far is summarized in one passage of scripture in Genesis chapter 4. From verse number 1 to about verse 13. I'm going to read this, the, 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 that paragraph or that passage for us to see in the New King James. And Adam knew Eve, his wife. And she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Cain means... Then she bore again. She had a baby again. You know. Uh, so it looks like from here, from the very first time, it's not good to have just one child. So those of you who have one child, have, it's better to have one children. So plural. Then she bore again. This time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Then in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. And Abel also brought of the firstborn, firstborn of his flock and their fat. The first and the biggest, the first and the best. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. Uh, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry. Very angry. And we remember the first day we said that manifestations of offense. Anger is one of them. Hatred. You know. Disturbed relationships and all that. He was very angry. Very wrought. And his countenance fell. His countenance fell. When your mood changes, you know, in a place. Don't say you're not offended. You're, you're, you're offended. Something is not well with you. You know, let me tell you something about countenance. Countenance is a... Is, is, uh, a word used to describe the mood of your spirit, your oh. inner man. Anger is the outburst, but your countenance is a reflection of your emotion. That's right. Your mood. You see, your soul is represented by your emotion, your intellect, your will, mm -hmm. your thoughts. That's right. Okay, so don't take them for granted. They are very spiritual. God created man, the physical, the, from the dust of the ground. That's the body. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. That's a spirit. That's a spirit. Then man became a living soul. 
So that combination, what it produces, is what we call the soul. The emotion, the thoughts, all those, are, they are not produced by the soil, not by the body. They are produced by the interaction of the body and the spirit. And therefore, if your mood changes, don't take it for granted. It's not your body that has changed. It's not a physical thing. Oh, it's right. a spiritual thing. That's right. It's a very spiritual thing. Depression is a spiritual thing. Fear is a spiritual thing. Bible calls it the spirit of fear. Spirit of God fear. has not given us the spirit of fear, but right. rather he's given us the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. He has not given us a spirit of depression. He's not given us a spirit of anger. Mm. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. Spirit. Emotions are spiritual. That's right. His countenance fell. His countenance fell. Let's keep going on that scripture. His countenance fell. And, you know, and the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? Even the father is fallen. It's gone down. It's decreased. It's depreciated. It's at a low level. It's depressed. Depression is also called fallen countenance. That's right. Fallen countenance. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, so the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? Do you get the point? Yeah. Always ask yourself, why am I angry? Why is my countenance fallen? What is it? What is it that is affecting my spirit? You see, what is it affecting my spirit? And people can affect your spirit. And you can affect your spirit. Now, watch what happens. Then, um, you know, verse 7. If you do well, will you not be accepted? Hmm. If you do not do well, sin lies at the door. Mercy. Give me the King James. You see, so always ask yourself, ah, have I done well? Have I done well? If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? If, and if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire. This is why I told you. It's a spirit. His desire. A personality. An entity that has ability. Desire. His desire. When anything has a desire, that thing carries a personality. It does. No, pianos doesn't carry desires. They don't have life. That thing has life. Desire is a reflection of life. Appetite. That's right. His desire. And offense has a desire has an appetite has life yes. and it's not a good life it's an oh. evil spirit generally what gives life is a spirit man was created dust from the ground and god breathed spirit into him so when anything has life it has spirit it's wow. spiritual wow. wow yeah it's spiritual and it says sin lies at the door and unto you have be his desire that thing that sin of offense has a desire. And his desire is for you. But you should rule over him. Mm. So we are going to talk about how to rule over offense. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Can we control? Do you know? Can we control? Can we confine? The reason why thieves are not abounding is that they are confined. They are controlled. They are in prison. That's why we put murderers and thieves in prison. Yes. You don't allow them to loiter around. Now watch this. God told him, put him in prison, rule over it. And Cain talked with his brother Abel. And it came to pass. Look at what offense can do. If you don't control the spirit of offense, what it can do. And Cain talked to Abel, his brother. All that was a strategy scheme. And it came to pass. 
when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, let me tell you, and he, Abel, his brother, and slew him. Anybody who kills your own brother, your own spouse, your own mother, your own, there's an evil spirit at work. It's not normal. Human beings to kill. It's rare for animals to kill animals of their own species. Yeah, usually when you're killing a fish, you want to eat. But you don't kill a human being to eat the human being. No way. Yeah, so that is an evil spirit. Even in the animal kingdom, when they kill, they are killing to eat. They have killed a number of fishes, a number of uh, chickens to eat. But if it's not for food, and you kill fellow chickens, I haven't seen chicken killing chicken for chicken farm. Mm. <laughs> it must be an evil spirit so the evil spirit overcame his desire was for him and it got him he didn't overcome it he didn't overcome and he rose up and killed his own brother abel now watch what happened to him every time when offense has happened the result is against you that's why bible says that less the root of bitterness springing up trouble you you yourself and many therefore be defiled so he killed him and the lord said to cain where is your brother abel and he said i don't know am i my brother's keeper you see offense leads to rudeness bad talk bad talking you know it leads to people who don't care anymore somebody who cares doesn't care anymore they are offended they become passive i don't care Am I my brother's keeper? Look at that. Keep going. Let's see what happened to him. Next, verse 10, please. And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries unto me from the ground. Keep going. Please, when I finish, keep going. And now you are cursed from the earth. Offenses can lead you into a curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offense can lead you to say something that you curse yourself. You say something to your boss and you yourself loses a, you lose a job. You say something to your spouse, you lose a job. You say even something to your child. And your child's life changes immediately. You say something to your parents. And suddenly your life changes because of that dishonor. You're cursed. Offense is one of the open doors to curses. Because when we're offended, the things we say and do open the door for curses. Mercy. It's true. Light at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sin lies at the door, remember offense what it does is that it lies at the door it wants to open it for other things to come in that is what always remember sin lies at the door and its desire is for you you must overcome it shut that door allow don't allow that opening because things will come through murder Man. anger bad mouthing evil talking trouble curses You are cursed from the earth which has opened her mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand now watch what's going to happen verse 12 brothers and sisters over there when you till the ground it shall not henceforth yield unto you her strength everybody who's offended you are operating at a lower level of ability you can't love much you can't work much you can't you can't do much Offended people, I'll show you. 
they are weakened. When you are offended, you feel strong to do evil, but you are very weak in doing good. I'll say it again. Offended people are equipped to do evil things to themselves and to others. But good things, they can't. Think about the things that occur to you when you are offended. Oh, I feel like loving you. I feel like giving you a gift. No. 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 I feel like praising you. No. no. I feel like bad-mouthing you. I feel like, you know, that is what offense does. It says, when you till the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto you her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be on the earth. You know, a fugitive means you are running away from something. That's what a curse does. A curse follows you. You see, when you're offended, you're actually a fugitive. Some, something is chasing. That's why the door is open. Thieves are coming. Things are falling. A fugitive running away from something. And a vagabond shall thou be in this earth. Then verse 13. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Yeah, Regret. Regret. When people are offended, when they are finished executing the evil, the next thing is regret. They regret everything. This man regretted killing his brother. Yeah, the anger, when he realized, actually realized what he had done and what the implication of what he had done was, he regretted. Everybody, sometimes you don't realize the impact of what you're doing That's right. until it's happened. You know, when you are about to do something evil, you're offended. It's like somebody who has been energized in a negative way to do evil. Yeah. It's like somebody who's under the influence of alcohol who is driving recklessly and kills people. When the alcohol wears off, they regret because you're under influence. Anything that, when its effect is gone, you regret is an evil spirit. That's right. It controlled. Yes. Controlled you and used you. Yeah. And when you came to your senses, wow, how could I? It means in your normal self, you couldn't have done, you wouldn't have done that. It's like alcohol. I would not have done that. It's like drugs. I would not have done that. One time, I'm, I'm a liver specialist. That's my job, liver and gut. One alcohol kills the liver. One time, somebody came to the hospital, didn't know where he was. He was drunk. And then the whole liver was getting rotten by the chemical. So he went into what we call liver failure, jaundice. Feverish, could not be in coma. Now we managed the person, put you know, um, tube to breathe for him and everything until the alcohol and everything wore off, and then we managed the liver until he cleared. When he got back round, we told him what had happened, and they said, "Okay, so you've treated me, so I'm going home." No, 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 it's not over. There's no treatment for your liver except transplant and stopping alcohol. And they said, because you're active in alcohol, we can't give you a liver. So the only thing that is left, you have to stop alcohol. The man started crying. I mean, weeping like a baby. I thought maybe I had said something wrong. So the professor asked, why are you crying? Because he said, I can't drink alcohol again. <laughs> what? Not that you're saving I girlfriend. said, this is really an evil spirit. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, when you are under influence of offense, it's finished. Let me tell you what offense me means. Um, Matthew chapter 15, verse 12. Bible says that Jesus said something 
to the Pharisees. You know how he would tell them time that you are like a, 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 a sepulcher, like a, a, a grave, uh, whatever, um, tombstone, tombs. They are white on the outside, but inside is death. Said all these things. Then the disciples came and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees were offended after you heard these things? You know what that word offense means? It's the word scandalizo. It means, when you're offended, scandalizo means to be entrapped. Offense entraps you. You are the one who's entrapped. You got offended, but you are entrapped. It means to be tripped over to fall. His desire is for you. Offense makes you trip over and falls. Makes you hurt yourself. Entraps you. Puts you in a trap. Now I got you. Remember, sin lies at the door. Now I got you. It's entrapment. Offense causes you to be enticed to sin. To entice to sin. I'm reading what it means. Scandalizo, the Greek of offense. What it means. It means to entice somebody to sin. Everybody who's offended is enticed to sin. Entice means I draw you with what normally it's like a fish. Entice them. But the reality is to kill them. That's right. To sin. It's something small. Enticing usually is something you lust after. Yeah, you feel like, wow, he slapped me. I'm going to slap him. It's a little thing, but it traps you. Entices you to sin. To cause to have displeasure. It means to make you to offend. Offended people also offend. It means to put a stumbling block or impediment in your way. Upon which you trip. It means to cause a person to begin to distrust or to desert one whom he ought to trust and even obey. Mercy. Yeah, it means that if, for example, you are offended, in, I'm, I offend you, you will now distrust me. You won't trust me anymore. You will even disobey me. When people feel offended by their parents, they stop obeying, they stop trusting. At the workplace, your boss offends you. You will not trust, you will not obey. Somebody you are supposed to obey and trust. Somebody, once you are supposed to obey and trust somebody, it means you depend on the person. Offense will cause you to stop depending on the person. Hallelujah. It's a very bad thing. It means to cause to fall away. Yeah. To cause to fall away. And it also means to disapprove. When people are offended, they disapprove anything you say. Good things are even disapproved. To hinder me from even acknowledging. Anyway, well, so that is an introduction to what happens when you are offended so we start we have to overcome it god's recommendation for you to be delivered deliverance is not only they lay hands on you pour oil on you deliverance is to be um emmanuel do you get a point deliverance the bible says psalm 107 verse 20 he sent forth his word and healed them Amen. and delivered them right. from their distractions deliverance comes through teaching comes through the word now let me tell you, so to overcome this, the Lord said, you must overpower, you must be equipped. So offenses, how to overcome them? Number one, yes, last time we talked about offenses. Number one, how to overcome them? Expect to be offended by, or in the ministry or in the church, or among good people. I'm talking about how to overcome offenses. Expect it. You know, when you expect something, you can prepare for it and you can actually see one of the reasons why um, teams win is they are well prepared. They expect, they actually, it's called reconnaissance. That's right. Yeah. You try to find out the tricks of the enemy and what he uses. I'm prepared. I know. You see, for example, this one says, expect to be offended by good people. 
the ministry. Ministry means good people. The church, righteous people. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting it. I'm expecting, I'm expecting Michael to offend me. He's a good man. It doesn't make him a bad man. I'm expecting, the way, you see, the last time, this brother told me that Michael offends him a lot after church. He told me, Daddy, I want to tell you something. Right in this room, he said, I want to tell you something. It may look like a joke, but this man is a good man, but he offends me a lot. I said, that's good. That's very, <laughs> clap for the Lord Jesus. And then Brother Michael explained that, look, for example, you are eating this food that is not good, and I snatch it from you, and I give you good food. You say I'm offending you. Like you are drinking regular Coke, and I give you diet Coke, because your sugar is high, and you're offensive. And I said, my goodness, is that the offense? That's a good man. That's a good man. Someone say, good man. So the way to avoid offense is to know that good people will offend you. That's it. Remember, Jesus, Hebrews, I mean, we, Matthew chapter 15, verse 12. Bible says, disciples said, do you know that you were, the Pharisees were offended by Jesus? It means Jesus can offend. Sometimes what you need to do is to know is that offense does not make the person bad. Offense can come from a good person. And the fact that somebody offends you is not enough reason to avoid the person or to discard the person or to leave the church or to leave the job. The next job will offend you. That's right. He who fights and runs away lives to fight another day. <laughs> that is the reason why God said, overpower it. Deal with it now. Yeah. Amen. Now. Expect it. Expect it. Tell somebody expect it. Expect it. Godly people, good people offend. That's right. It doesn't mean the person is bad. It just means the person is human. Amen. The person is human. You know, the person who has offended me the most in this life, do you know? Hey. You'll be surprised. It's my best friend. Of course. It's my best friend. It's my wife. Don't tell her I said this. <laughs> but even this morning she has offended yes. <laughs> please don't, don't tell her I said this that's not the reason why she's not here <laughs> but when you tell her then she will not come here <laughs> yeah even this morning I said what you are telling me that's not what I said I said no that's what you said I said I'm an adult let me explain myself I'm here I haven't gone anywhere and it's not and I said you see I'm going to preach look at what you are doing to me oh. don't tell her I said all this because she's also going to preach. Now, what I'm saying is that why is it that it was her? She's a bad person. She's going to preach. She must be a good person. She gave me food. She must be a good person. Right. All kinds of food. She must be a good person. She gave me clothes. She told me what to wear. As you're admiring me. I mean, I can see Edmond, you're admiring my shirt. But unfortunately, you can't wear it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Auntie Wamina is admiring me. Unfortunately, I'm married. Oh. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I told her I'll give her a beloved, don't worry. Now, it doesn't make her a bad person. No. And let me tell you the thing that caused Adam's original home to be destroyed. Because Adam saw Eve as a very bad person. Serpent brought the, up the fruit and convinced Eve it was good. Eve was convinced it was good. So gave to Adam to eat. 
Adam was convinced it, it tasted good. They both ate and then their eyes opened. Wow, it's good truly. When God came and explained how evil it was, that is when Adam, wow, is that bad and evil? Do you know who gave it to me? He told the Lord, that woman that you gave me, that woman that Mass. you, God, gave me. Hey. Think about that. That woman, you, God, he's accused both of them. Now, God is a bad person. Eve is a bad person. But God was the one who created you. Eve is the one who fed you. Oh. Eve is the one you gave birth, who gave you a baby. Eve is the one who made you whole. Bible says it's not good. Everything was good except that God said it was not good for man to be alone. I'll give you a helper. Eve is a helper. But look at the way you're saying. Oh. Listen, good people will offend you. Just accept it. Amen. It will be one of the greatest ways to overcome offenses. When the person who offended you is seen as good, the power and the poison of the offense is neutralized. That's it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's neutralized. Amen. You know, I often tell people, if Michael and I are working and Michael hurts me and I am even bleeding, if I don't turn around to attack Michael, then chances are that Michael and I will get together and find something to stop my bleeding. Because now we address the problem, not the person who caused the problem. Then he becomes my team member. He becomes somebody I can, that can help me. Rather than now, already I'm in pain. Now the person to help me to, I'm accusing. Where do I go? That's what offense does. It makes you lose your countenance and lose the person that will help you. If Abel, Cain had just waited a little bit and rather in humility told Abel, man, this thing, how did you do it? Mm -hmm. That God liked you like that. And rather, a team would have been formed. And I'm sure the next time, Cain would have been commended because he learned what, Eve was, what Abel was doing. Yeah. Or Adam and Eve. If Adam had said, oh, Eve, what we have done is wrong. When God came, instead of attacking Eve, and attacking God said, God, God said, what is this that you've done? Did you eat the fruit? You said, yes, I ate the fruit. Is there anything wrong? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I think if Adam and Eve had said sorry, things would have changed. They had just held hands together and owned it. Rather than blame shifting, it would have been different. So expect good people to offend you. Amen. Expect good people to offend you. Amen. Expect offense, but don't label the person with the offense. Mm separate the offense the offense is the one who is lying at the door not the person mm. sin lies at the door not abel mm. don't kill abel and leave the sin oh. because the sin who lies at the door will harm you will make you a fugitive and a vagabond oh. good people are meant to also hurt because even jesus said offenses will come hey. including jesus himself peter told jesus why are you asking me three times why, do you love me do you love me? Bible says in, you know, John chapter 21, verse 17. And Peter was grieved, offended with Jesus for asking a third time, do you love me? He told Jesus, why? Why? Jesus, why? Why? Because you are Jesus, you can't tell me anything like that. Three times you've asked me, do I love you? I said, yes. Second one, do I love you? I said, yes. Third one, why? And he said, but Jesus, you know all things. Don't you know that I love you? And Bible says, and he was grieved. Head pastor was grieved with the bishop. With the Pope, with the with Jesus. Yeah. Have you been angry with Jesus before? I've been mad with God before. Yeah, yeah. I've told God, God, you didn't try. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't try. 
I know you could have done it. I know you. I, you know what you can do. Yeah. I even wrote a message about it. Offended with God was the title. Only I didn't preach it to you. <laughs> yeah. I have a message. I can show you to you after church. It's a message. I have not been bold enough to preach it, but I've written it. Yeah. I felt offended that I did everything. And God, is that how you paid me? But later on, I couldn't preach it because God made it up. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Expect good people to offend you. So that person you are about to eject from your life, please, please, that person is an ally. Oh. It's not a bad person. Yeah. This pastor that you said that I'm too some way, it's only because I dared enough to oh. pastor you, to come close to you. That's that. And now you are telling me you don't want me anymore. Really? No problem. Go to the next pastor who's, a, who's an angel. Next thing, expect to be offended by close people. For sure. Expect it. Many people. Girls have said all men are the same and they become homosexuals, become lesbians. They will learn that all women are also the same. Now they will be, go to dogs. <laughs> Get close enough to dogs, you see they also have problems. Men are the ones who offend. Don't worry. Because men are attracted to you. are attractive enough to attract a man. Now he said, okay, men to go away. Now I'm attracted to women. Women, when you get attracted, they will get close. You say you don't like women. There's a reason why men also say we, all women are the same. One person told me. <laughs> I won't tell you. Yeah. I had to defend and say, my wife. No. So all women are like this, like this, like this, like this. No, 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 no. I said it's okay. I trust her. I want to trust her. Or even if she's like that, she's the one I chose. That's it. She's the one who has come close to me. I like it. Many people don't like to come close. Many people have their privacy and things. Anybody who opens up to come close, like I decide to pastor you, you should actually give me some leeway for even offering myself to come close. Yeah. One time, Reverend Nee, my assistant who was here, he did something and I screamed at him. But it was in the presence of his church members. So after a day, I came and I said, oh, this is bad. I should really apologize. So I came to apologize also when the people were there. I said, you know, Reverend Nee, the last time I screamed at you, I think that it was wrong. She got up in front of the people and said, no, no, no. Please, don't say that again. Please. He said, I want you to know that as for you, it doesn't matter whatever you say, I've decided not to be offended. I've decided that it is okay. I have decided to calculate the fact that you are the one who cared enough to come close and to speak to me the word of God, to bring me close to God, to make me a shepherd, to make me a pastor, to make me who I am, to bring me close. And if I'm that ungrateful, that one Screaming in front of people. And he said, you have a free check. You can write anything on it. I remember those words. You have to give close people a free check. Or at least be gentle. You know, today I saw a certain scripture that taught me. I said, I'm going to be a good pastor from today. Do you want me to show you? Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter 2. 
Is it chapter 2, verse 24? I'm going to be a good pastor. I, I, I feel that I was not. Watch this. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient. Now, look at the next verse, verse 25. In humility, correcting those who are in opposition to themselves. Look in deep. If God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth, the verse 26, watch this, and that they may come to their senses. Most people who misbehave are senseless. They may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by the devil to do the devil's will. Wow, that's a what a scripture. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. The Holy Spirit told me today, Bishop used a scripture and I read the whole context. It says, when people are misbehaving, they are operating in opposition to themselves. They don't even know. Oh. And be gentle with them. Just teach them. Just in humility, correct them. Because they don't know that they are under demonic influence. And that they, may come, they will come to their senses and hopefully escape the snare, the trap that the devil has given mm. for them. Having been taken captive by the devil to do the devil's will. I said, this explains it. Because sometimes your own church member can deal with you in a way. You think you are the demon. Hey. But the demon is operated in him. Yes. And God said, be gentle. Teach them. Humbly correct them. Give them time because they don't know that they are under influence. And pray for them because when they come to their senses, they will know that the devil has used them. Always wow. remember. It didn't say pastors. So. You are seeing that pastor, you're going to be a good pastor. You too are going to be a good person. He said the servant of God. Are you not a servant of God? Are you not a servant of God? Are you not? Are you a boss of God? Uh-huh. So he's talking to you. Uh, I just said it that pastor, I'm going to be a good pastor. That one you clapped. Now you're going to be a good person. You two clap for yourself. You're going to be a good person. When people misbehave, you can look at them and say, just like God said, sin is at the door. You can look at them and say, I have to be gentle with you. I have to be patient with you. I have to teach you. I have to take my time with you. I have to love you. Because very soon you come to your senses. No emotional life. When you come to your senses, we will know that the devil had taken you captive at that time. And had enslaved you and used you as a captive somebody entrapped. One of word of offense is entrapped. Trapped you and used you. To do the devil's will. Oh. When the devil wants to destroy your marriage, the best person is your spouse. That's right. it. Or your child. Mm-hmm. Your child can destroy your marriage. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your child can be the way, can separate the two. If mommy likes these things. You don't. The, the, it's destroyed. But you look at it and say, no, the devil is using this. Close people, close people are the best weapon to destroy you. Hey. Oh, yeah. So when the way to overcome offense is to accept that those close people are the best offensive weapons for, for the mm. devil. No, no, no. Use them to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the Bible says, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. My wife has something we call the, uh, what, did, what did she call it? Forgiveness alarm. 5.30. One day I ask, what is it? 5.30 every time, 5.30 every time. Five, this alarm. Is there a boy calling you? <laughs> and, no, no, I didn't say that, of course. But, you know, and she told me, she showed it to me. It's called the forgiveness alarm. Forgiveness alert. Wow. Wow. 
He said at 5.30, I must forgive every sin. Yeah. Forgiveness alert. From that day, I also got mine. Because show me the scripture. The Bible says, let not the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah. So the thing was here. She goes, ah, who has offended me? And usually it's not me. Somebody yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't tell her. She will say it's not true. When she says it's not true, say pastor said it's not him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Forgiveness alarm. Forgiveness alert. You should have that one too. Expect to be offended by close people. Expect it. Once you know it, they don't, it doesn't hurt you anymore. Ah, if the devil wants me, it's going to be my spouse. It's going to be my friend. It's going to be my pastor. It's going to be my church member. It's going to be my own son. It's going to be my father. It's going to be my boss. And these are the people that God uses to bless me. I will not allow. I expect it. When I see that, I say, ah, there you go again. Devil, you are taking that person captive so that the person will do your will against me. You are using the person as a, as a tool to affect me. See a bullet coming from the devil, not from that spouse. And the good thing about it is that when you see and you go and start loving the person, taking the bullet, you neutralize that bullet. The devil can never use somebody that you appreciate. When you make that person an enemy, then the enemy in that person sees the enemy in you and now is potentiated. Hmm. Number three, confess and accept that you are offended. Don't deny it. There's nothing wrong with accepting that I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm talking about how to overcome offense. Some of us are very proud and self-righteous. We will never acknowledge Including myself. Oh, I'm not offended. Oh, I'm okay. Oh, it's cool. Nothing. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Why is your face like that? That's how my face is. No! That is not how your face is. That is not how your face is. You see? So, it's not a good thing. The Bible says, James chapter 3 from verse 13. Let's read it together. James chapter 3 verse 13. From verse 13. He says, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Watch this. Let him show out of his good conversation, New King James says, good behavior. His works, good conduct, that his works are done in meekness of wisdom. Now, look at verse 14. Huh? Watch. But if you have bitter, envying, and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast. The Bible says, Kenya said, don't glory. And lie not against the truth. Do not boast. And lie not against the truth. When you have a feeling, don't lie against the truth. If there are things working in your heart, strife in your heart, envy, don't say it's not. Do you know why? Do you know why? The devil is called the uh, prince, uh, you know, is uh, Hebrew, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says, we're not warring against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and the rulers of the darkness of, of this, this world. world. Hey. So whenever you say, I'm not angry, you just hate the devil. It's like you hiding an armed robber. You gave space. You know, when Rahab hid the Israelites, they came to kill all the people in that land. Don't hide the devil's weapon. 
He's already the prince, the, the ruler of the darkness. Anything you hide will be used against you. Hey. Because you are the son of light. Hmm. Amen. Someone say, let there be light. Let there be light. Anytime there's light, it doesn't matter the weapon. You've seen it. It can't hurt. Rat run. Snakes run into darkness. Light is good for you. Don't lie not against the truth. Don't. Lie not. When I have to ask me, are you angry? Yes, I'm angry. What do you expect? I am angry. Yeah. You know, one person told me, me, I don't hide my emotions at all. Why should I? Because the emotions that are hidden are destructive. That's it. When I'm not happy with you, you will know it. Oh, easy. And when I finish with you, you know that I'm your friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People... I prefer somebody who speaks the truth and who speaks openly any day. Rather than these people who are wearing glasses and looking like angels who say nothing. No. People who don't talk, I, I don't like that. People who don't talk, quiet people. I, I'm not. I like people who talk. Even if you are a quiet people, person, talk. In my meetings, if you don't talk, I will, I will, don't come to my meeting again. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm serious. Last week, sister, one of the sisters called me and said, no, Brother Junior called me into this room one day and told me, Pastor, I want to talk to you. Mm. He had been quiet for a long time. I didn't understand. Call me. You know what he told me? He said, you know, I've seen that you treat everybody. You call my son, my son. You've never told me my son. <laughs> yeah. I am, you don't treat me like one of your children. And you don't treat me like this. You, you don't treat me. You don't talk. You don't hug me. You don't do this. I tell you, he talked, talked, and spoke, and spoke, and spoke. When he finished, I said, it's okay. Hey. What you want is, I should make you one of my sons, isn't it? Say it. Stop accusing me. I've now, I've had accusations <laughs> enough. <laughs> now, I feel like the devil. I said, come, give me a hug. Come. I want to arrange lunch with you. Oh. I want you to come to my house for a house to play some games. I want to take you out on a movie night. When I come to the airport, I want you to come and pick me. From that time, it's been powerful. Wow. But when he kept it quiet and quiet, he was about to leave the church. Hey. When he opened it up, acknowledged, lie not against the truth. Mm -hmm. Even after saying it, even if I didn't do anything about it, it would have been okay. It's, it's still better. Light is better than darkness. That's it. Yeah. It's true. The Bible says in first, and thank you, Junior, for that some people don't see it and then it becomes funny. Yeah, you get the point. Now, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, it says, walk in the light as he is in the light. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then will we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. If we walk in the light, we will have fellowship. If you don't walk in the light, you will never have fellowship. You will never be close. If he had not come to tell me, we would never have been close. Yeah. Today I'm calling my son. Today he's my shepherd's meeting. He used to be a foolish boy. In my opinion. <laughs> foolish boy was my description. But from that day, I realized, no, 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 this guy likes me. Even in his foolishness, he's a, 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 a kind person. To tell me about me. It is only somebody who loves you who will tell you about what is wrong with you. Yeah. One time I went to a lady and said, this your hair has been on for too long. It smells. 
Change it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell it to anybody, but I told her. She was so grateful. She had been losing friends. She didn't know the reason. Oh. <laughs> but I, the friends had come close. I smelt it. didn't say anything. But I came and I dared to offend you. She was mature enough to accept it. I told you the last time, I told somebody, change your deodorant. That's yes. all I said. Change your deodorant. It was a bishop's daughter. Change your deodorant. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Receive it. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. Who will say tell you? Who will tell you? I dared to correct you. God dared to correct Abel and look at the way. Am I my brother's keeper? That's the attitude of people. So lie not against the truth. If you're offended, just say it. If you're angry, say it. Talk to. The Bible says in Matthew 18, if you're angry, go to the person one-on-one -on -one and tell the person, I'm offended, I'm sinned. If it doesn't work, don't leave it. Get a witness. And let them come and talk to the person. God likes light. If that doesn't work, go to the church. Tell the church. Tell the pastor. Let them talk. If the third one, then leave the person. Become a child of it's an infidel. Mm. Steps. Number four. Confess and accept that you are offended. Uh, uh, that's number three. Okay. Number four. Recognize that you are in danger when you are offended. Recognize it. That you are an endangered species. That sin lies at the door. Just for that reason alone, just be selfish for once. Now listen, this thing is not good for me. You are in danger. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 15, New Living Translation. Watch this. Hebrews 12 15, confess it that I'm in trouble. This is dangerous. I'm in a dangerous place. When somebody offends me, I am the one in trouble. I am the one in trouble. Okay? It says, look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Look after each other. Please, don't just think about what do I feel? What does the other person feel? Many people who offend also have issues. They need help. Do you know hurting people hurt people? Sometimes they hurt you because they are hurting and you, perhaps, would have been the only place they would have found love. If only you had just tolerated them for a minute. But unfortunately, they are hurting. You are the closest they vented on you. Oh. And they didn't get worse feelings. But look at it. Look after each other. So that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch this. Watch out. That no poisonous root of bitterness grows up and trouble to trouble you, number one. Corrupting many others as well. They are poisonous. Offenses are poisonous. Mm. It corrupts you first. Mm. You are in danger when you're offended. Corrupts you first before it corrupting. Hurting people hurt people. When you let the offense enter into you, you are a dangerous person. First of all, you are a danger to yourself and you are a danger to a lot of people. Poison does not kill. You know something? Offense, I think I've said it here before. It's like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. Hey. Deception. It's a deception. 
Until you die, nobody will die. Offense kills you first. And don't listen to offended people when they are talking to you about somebody. Everything they are saying is poisoned. That's right. Poisoned. Yeah. If you get somebody who's offended of this church, who tells you about me, you would think that I am the devil who became a pastor too quickly for you to identify. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If you like, record yourself when you are angry and you are speaking to your best friend. You are angry with the best, even to your spouse. Sometimes they record. And don't play it until the day that you are eating in a restaurant and you are happy. You'll be shocked. <laughs> at what a devil is buying restaurant food for a best friend. The things you can say, you'll be shocked. So, when you're offended, you know, please tell yourself, I'm in danger. This is dangerous for me. This is toxic to me. This is dangerous to me. I am in trouble. I am opening myself up to something. It's trouble. I'm offended. It's dangerous. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Talk to somebody. Bring the light. Do something because you are in danger. Mercy. You don't hold a stick and allow the snake to come. What are you, what's the stick for? No. Don't allow the snake to come. Don't allow offense. No. Anything that makes you become negative, nothing do you operate without the spirit. A spirit has entered you. You watch what you will do. Stand something, yeah. Nothing. You watch what you will do. So recognize you are in trouble. Recognize you are in trouble. Someone say, I recognize it. I recognize it. You see, so it's a test of your obedience. At that point, what will you do? Will you obey God or obey the evil spirit? Sin lies at the door. Don't obey your feelings when you're angry. Don't. They are deceptive. They are deceptive. That's why the Bible says, be angry. Feelings are feelings. Mm -hmm. You can't blame yourself for having the feeling. Yet, don't act on it. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27. Is that correct? 26. Be angry and sin not. And let not the sun go down on your wrath. That brings me to the next one. Forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. That one. And the next one. Decide never to revenge. Forgive quickly. Ephesians 4.20 says, Be angry and sin not. Don't react to your feelings. Don't obey your feelings. My father told me one day, I'll never forget. He said, my son, I know myself I, when I get angry. And I know that you can get angry. He told me, when you're angry, don't act on it. Because half of your brain is not working. And he told me something I'll never say. Always borrow a brain when you're angry. <laughs> because the brain you are wearing in anger, it ain't working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you are under influence. He told me, borrow a brain. In other words, talk to somebody. When I was about to leave the church, this church, I was offended <laughs> by you and I was about to leave the church. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told my wife. My wife said, no, no, no. Offended with my pastor. No, no, no. Anybody who's offended that comes to you, when you see their distractive selves, please don't endorse revenge. Whatever action they're about to take, please 
discourage them from taking it. Tell them they should take some time to pray. And tell them you pray for them. And let's talk about this another time. No emotion ever lasts. Don't use short-term emotion to make long-term decisions. You will regret it. Just like this guy. He's angry. By the time he realized, he struck his brother dead. Now the curses came and he was angry. He was regretting. What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? Emotions, they are spiritual. No spirit is permanently. Your body is temporary. The spirits, they move for a season to go away. Don't refrain. Don't act on it. The Bible says, be angry and sin not. And forgive quickly. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. That's why my wife has the forgiveness alert. By the time we're having a meeting, it's over, it's over. Look, I said I won't give you food, but take food. Mm. I learned it. So in our house, there's nothing like that. I know the time. When the alarm rings, I appear. When they say nothing, I go back. <laughs> it's like a conversation ring. I make an appearance. There's nothing. Usually when I'm offended, I don't make an appearance. You know, The appearance comes to me. I make an appearance. There's nothing. You see, you see. Let me let me read this to you. Huh? Let me <laughs> let me read it. Do you want me to read it to you? Yes, please. Romans twelve nineteen to twenty one. Dearly beloved, it's not a wedding. Avenge not yourself, but rather give a place unto wrath, for it is written, "Vengeance is mine; I will repay," saith the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him; if he is thirsty, give him drink. For in so doing, you shall heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, rather, but overcome evil with good. Sometimes you may be justified, but the thing you do, you will end up in prison. The person who offended you will be sitting oh. in, your, in your house. Eating your food. Eating your food. Watching your television. <laughs> Don't do it. Forgive quickly. Someone say quickly. And finally. Quickly. Finally. Finally, walk in love and pray for your offenders. Some of them, they are under demon control. They need your prayers. Last scripture, Matthew chapter 5 from verse 44. First, from verse 43. Pray for them. Matthew chapter 5 from verse 43. You'll be shocked. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That's what we normally do, human beings. We love our neighbor. But watch this. Verse, but I say to you, Jesus said, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Aish. That's hard. They insult you and say, God bless you. Can you do it? Hey. Oh, foolish you. Lord. Look at your big head like your father. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> Auntie Amina. Oh, I look at you. Look at you. Hey, God bless me. God bless you. <laughs> ah, look, you just walk inside. You come and sit in front here. Who do you think you are? Do you think you are the first lady? Every time you want to sit here. No. <laughs> Say, God bless me. God bless you. Thank you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. No offense. God bless you. No offense. Bible says by that you are piling coals of fire. No. God bless you. God bless you. I tell you. One time, I actually got my wife very angry, and I told him to, her to come and give me food. Then she brought me food. When she brought the food, I said, put a babe around my neck. Then she brought the babe and put it around my neck. Hey. 
Then I, she still not responding. God bless you. Then he brought the food. Then I said, feed me. Oh. Then she started taking the food, putting it in my mouth. At that point, I couldn't handle it. When she brought the food and she was putting it in my mouth, then something entered her and she shook, brought the food down again. She looked up and told God, God, this one I'm doing it for you, not for this man. I lost my appetite immediately. Can you eat such food? No. That they have told God, it is God's food and I'm now eating. I didn't eat. Me, I said, please, sister, forgive me. I have tempted you enough. Forgive me. I'm a foolish boy. Forgive me. And with that, I took my food and I ate. Clap for Jesus. He said, but I say, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Do good. And pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. Oh, God. Jesus. Jesus. I wish this one were even said by Paul. I would have said Paul, he was not in the spirit. But Jesus himself said it. Jesus. Someone say Jesus. Jesus. I want to say Jesus. This one, you, do, you are not, this one, you are not filled. But Jesus is the spirit, that's the word. Verse 35, watch this. Even it gets worse. So that you may be sons of your father in heaven. Ah. Means if you don't do it, you are not children of God. Wow. People who don't over forgive their children not of God. Then who are you? Yeah. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good. He sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Then he goes on verse 46. That's even more annoying to me. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Even the unbelievers do the same. Even dogs love people who love them. Says you haven't done anything if you love somebody who loves you. But in the next verse, but next verse, and if you greet those brethren who are brethren who greet you only, what have you done more than others? Even the tax collectors and thieves, they greet their friend. When somebody has offended you and you walk past, chest out. You're an unbeliever. You're an unbeliever. You're worse than unbelievers. That's how they behave. What's the difference between you and the unbeliever? What's the difference? You are behaving just like an unbeliever. But the difference setting one is somebody who, when you are offended, you have a big heart. You become the bigger person. Be the Christ. Be like Jesus. Let me tell you, forgiveness is great. Now, the last verse of it, remember Romans 2, 4, you bring it back. But the last verse says, and if you, the last verse from here, verse 48. Verse 48. Is that it? Verse 48, isn't it? Okay, they are not bringing. But you, therefore, be perfect, even as your father is perfect. Ah. Let me tell you what obedience does. Romans chapter 2, verse 4. The New Living Translation. Finally, take this home. What offense and obedience and loving somebody who is not doing well does. Don't you see how wonderfully kind and tolerant and patient God is with you? Can you see how God is patient with you? Kind to you? Tolerant with you? Does it mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? Kindness turns people from their sin. Goodness turns people. Help others. 
sometimes you may not win any soul because you don't know how to witness but when people offend you your love will turn people from their sin believe me somebody may never read the bible but will read your love and the person will see what is inside of you and say look i like the spirit this person is covering is carrying because what i did i know that i deserve punishment the way i treated my father the way i treated my mother the way i treated my thing that's what the prodigal son father did that guy got converted and stayed home your love your forgiveness offense is an opportunity to show christian love offense is a test of your christianity offense is a test of your ability to even love yourself to prevent danger wow. offense is an opportunity to test do you believe in the word and will you cause somebody to see love or you'll be selfish enough and allow the devil to use you to turn you away and to defile the person oh think deeply about it god bless you rise to your feet oh. rise to your feet Put your hand on your heart, please. Last, next week, God willing, will be the last message on this. How to protect yourself from this evil, poisonous danger. The protective pill will be released next week. The final version. Please look into your life and look at the people that have offended you. Start with the closest people. Please make sure you include me. <laughs> because in saying what I need to say, sometimes I offend you. Like Jesus. Amen. Look at the people around you. Look at your boss. Look at your friends. Look at your spouse. Look at your parents. Look at your children. Believe me, God is giving them back to you. Every blessing in their lives, they're for you. Don't accept a curse. God says some of you have put people around you to bless you. But offense has prevented it. God is about to bless 17 people here today. Man. Man. With something great. Yes. That the barrier of offense had blocked for years. 17 is the word. Bible says Luke 17, 17. When they came with gratitude, that's when things changed. Something is about to change for you. Didn't I heal 10 men? Where are the nine? Where are the nine? Didn't I show kindness to you? Where is your kindness? God says, you watch it. 17 people will have testimonies. Yes. 17. Say, I am one of them. I am one of them. I am one of them. I will be a Christian. I will be a lover. I will, be a lover. I will not be offended. I will, be I will acknowledge when I'm offended. I will acknowledge when I'm offended. I will deal with it. I will deal with it. I will deal with myself. I will deal with myself. I will love. I will love. I will forgive quickly. I will forgive. I will acknowledge it when I'm offended. I will, I will expect, I will expect offense from good people. 
offense from good offense people. from close people offense from close people and i will love them and i will love them so help me god so help me god father i pray every spiritual danger that has brought curses to your people that have brought losses to your people that have brought distraction to your people that have brought death disease psychological trauma mm. depression anxiety losses ah lord replace a thousandfold ah, in the name of jesus fold. give us the spirit of christians yes, yes. may we be our father's children yes, oh, jesus. father we are not going to allow any offender to take us to hell no. we're not going to allow any offender to change our status from children of god to children of the devil Amen. we want to so eagerly be like our father Amen. father when we see the sun shining on us on the day we sin may we remember that he shines his light on the righteous and on the sinners yes and i'm one of them Amen. therefore let me do likewise Amen. let me learn love Amen. let me learn love Amen. father next week when we come may we invite somebody we've offended Yes. somebody who has offended us yes. that's your challenge no. the spirit says that's your challenge mm. come with somebody who has offended you oh but pastor when I bring somebody they will see that I have been offended by this you are bringing your miracle amen you are bringing your miracle walking with your miracle your breakthrough yes. your deliverance your ticket to sonship and daughtership in the life of the king. If there's anybody here, you want to give your life to Jesus today. Or you want to rededicate your life. Because as you've heard, that when we do that, we are no longer children of the Father. We have actually abolished and, and, and rejected our citizenship. God says he's restoring citizenship today. Amen. If you've been offended and you fell far, you felt entrapped. You felt apostasy. You felt evil inside of you. Danger, poison. God says he wants to heal you. Just for one minute, lift up your right hand. Wherever you are. You want a restoration. God bless you. You want a restoration. You want a reinvigorating of a relationship. You want a rededication to sonship, to daughtership. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. God bless you. Oh, this is the most gracious deliverance we've had in a month. If you are like that, walk up to the front. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Come. 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 Clap for the Lord Jesus. Come. If there's anybody like that, you can come. Now lift up your hands. Say this. Everybody in the congregation also say this. Say, Almighty Father. Almighty Father. I'm laying everything bare. I'm laying everything bare. Wash me by the blood of Jesus. Wash me by the blood of Jesus. I have been proud. I've been proud. I've been self-righteous. I have not been kind. I have not been kind. But I, I choose to change. But I choose to be like you. Make me like your child again. Make me your child again. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I confess my sins. I believe in Jesus Christ as my savior, my senior brother, my example. I want to be like him. Fill me with the spirit of Christ and write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
Amen. You are blessed. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.